Welcome to the Vagina Rehab Doctor podcast. This is for all women, vagina CEOs, even men, and all people everywhere who want to better understand vaginal health. Y'all, I'm preaching the vagina gospel and sharing the truth worldwide. Hallelujah! I'm Dr. Janelle Howell, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and your go-to resource for all things vaginal health, pelvic floor fitness, and sexual wellness. I'm teaching you everything your mama didn't about your vagina. Welcome back to another episode of the Vagina Rehab Doctor Podcast. I am so happy y'all are here. Let's get into this because we want to normalize conversations surrounding pleasure, pelvic floor fitness, and sexual wellness. And that is why I'm here today. I want to encourage you to subscribe. If you haven't yet subscribed, join me. Don't just be a weekend bay. I want you to commit. I want you to be loyal. I want you to say, you know what? I'm going to commit to my education. So subscribe, leave me a five-star review and review this podcast. If you have enjoyed it or if you've learned something new, if you're getting a free education here on this platform, I'm inviting you to engage with me in a way that supports the awareness of this podcast going to all the world. Okay, so go ahead and leave me a review. I want to thank you for being here again, because I am going to be sharing with you something that you may or may not heard of, and that is prolapse pelvic organ prolapse. I just want to let you know that it's something that we definitely do need to talk about. So believe it or not, those who have had a baby from the vaginal route, 50% at minimum, 50% of people who have had a baby develop pelvic organ prolapse. Okay, pelvic organ prolapse is when one of your pelvic organs, we have three, the bladder where you pee from, the rectum where you poop from, the uterus where you bleed or have babies from. Those are the three primary pelvic organs. The vagina is also a pelvic organ, okay? So what happens with prolapse is one of the pelvic organs can start drooping into the vaginal canal, meaning you feel like a bulge or a ball in your vagina. This can also happen with the bladder. The bladder can start drooping into the vagina. That's called a cystocele. Your rectum can start sort of pushing forward into the vagina and that's called a rectocele. The rectum pushing into the vagina is called a rectocele. So y'all, this is common. Again, if you've had a baby vaginally, 50% of people will develop prolapse, but I'm not here to create fear around having a baby because even if you haven't had a baby, this is a natural thing that can happen. If you just simply have a vagina, if you have a female pelvis, this is common. People who have never had babies can still develop prolapse. Many of us are at risk for prolapse, but yet we don't know it. In addition to this, a lot of people have prolapse, but they don't know because they don't have any symptoms. And this is one reason why I say do a vulva check, get a mirror out, lay on your bed, spread your legs open, spread your labia, spread the lips so you can see the vaginal opening more clearly and then push out like you're trying to have a bowel movement. Now, if you were to see something protruding outward towards the vaginal opening, you can't diagnose yourself. So no, you can't say you have prolapse. But it may mean if you see something protruding or if you feel a bulge or if you're you're just thinking that there may be something going on, yes, you should go see your gynecologist or your medical provider and ask them to screen you for prolapse. And I want to just say this, 
there should be no shame surrounding prolapse. Now, are we going to be excited if our doctor tells us that we have prolapse? No. If my doctor told me, I would not be excited. I'm not going to be celebrating, but I am not going to feel like I am ostracized from the world. I'm not going to feel like I can't go to the gym. I can't exercise. I can't do anything. No. Immobility and being more sedentary in fear is actually going to increase your chances of getting weaker. And pelvic floor muscle weakness is a major contributing factor to pelvic organ prolapse, POP. Let me back up. I want to say that one more time. If you have prolapse or if you just think you have prolapse, you're not even sure. You're feeling a bulge in your vagina. You feel heaviness in your vagina. When you're having a bowel movement, you feel like something in the bowel or in your rectum is protruding into the vagina. Maybe you have to push your finger into your vagina and push back so you keep the rectum posterior so you can poop. That's called splinting. If you have to put your finger in your vagina in order to have a bowel movement, that's called splinting. It's a common thing that people do with prolapse. I actually recommend it for people that have prolapse. If they have a rectal seal and they're having a difficult time pooping and they have to keep straining and straining and straining and straining and straining because the rectum is protruding into the vagina, then yeah, put your thumb into your vagina, pending that your, your finger is clean and that can help you to prevent strain, right? The poop will just come out a lot easier. But if you're having these symptoms of prolapse, maybe you've been diagnosed or maybe you've seen it yourself, but you haven't had the medical diagnosis. Listen, it is so common. You are not alone. Billions of women and people have this condition. Billions of people have this condition, but we're not talking about it. Again, we're not talking about it. So you're feeling like you can't go to the gym. You're feeling like you can't have sex. You're going to make yourself worse. You're feeling unattractive, sexually unattractive. You're feeling worried, like any move that you make is going to make things worse. No, again, so many people are living with vaginismus full lives. They're living full lives because they don't have any symptoms. Don't let the symptoms that you have stop you from living your best life. I don't care if you have prolapse, incontinence, pain, constipation, vaginismus, vulvodynia, whatever that thing is, live your life. This doesn't mean be unsafe. And I'm not giving you medical advice. So if your doctor told you don't do X, Y, Z, don't take this podcast and go, oh, they told me to do X, Y, Z. No, I'm not. I'm saying don't let fear determine your activities. Talk to a pelvic floor physical therapist. Talk to someone who helps women with prolapse. Talk to people who understand prolapse. It is the drooping of the pelvic organs downward that creates that feeling if you're having the bulge or the heaviness. But it is a combination of pelvic floor muscle weakness or pelvic floor muscle damage. Let's say you gave birth and you had a pelvic floor muscle avulsion. Or let's say the fascia or one of the ligaments was injured. That could contribute to prolapse, even if you don't have pelvic floor muscle weakness. Because when we give birth, yeah, that is a natural form of trauma to the pelvic floor, right? We usually heal and get back to feeling better. But there are obviously risks when we give birth. I also want to let you know that there's healing available. There's healing, there's healing, there's healing available. The first step for prolapse from a medical standpoint is pelvic floor physical therapy. Don't let no surgeon, don't let a doctor, don't let your mama, your poppy tell you that you got to go straight to surgery or that you need to just live with it. No, you can go to pelvic floor physical therapy and reverse much of the weakness you feel, the heaviness. You can learn strengthening exercises, how to manage pressure. 
breathing exercises. So many things you can learn in pelvic floor physical therapy. Many people feel a lot better after going because they understand their body more. They're not as fearful. They're feeling better. And in terms of the prolapse being reversed, that's not what we do as pelvic floor physical therapists. We are not here to reverse the prolapse. Again, a prolapse is when their organ has start to droop down because the tissues in the pelvic floor, not just the muscles, it could be fascia, ligaments, etc., is contributing to the drooping or the weakness. And now let's say the bladder is protruding into the vagina or the rectum is protruding into the vagina. We are not promising to shoot that pelvic organ right back up into your pelvis. No, our job is to teach you how to functionally manage that, how to decrease pain, how to decrease fear with movement, how to lift and get back to activities you love, how to decrease the symptoms that are preventing you from living your best life. This is our job as a pelvic floor physical therapist. And many people go on to just, again, live their life without getting surgery. But surgery is an option and you shouldn't feel like you failed if you've already tried pelvic floor physical therapy. You did the pessaries, which is something you put into the vagina, which can help kind of hold everything up. You've done the exercises, you've done the pelvic floor physical therapy, you've done all these things and you still feel a lot of bulging. You feel a sensation of heaviness, you're having pain. Then surgery is an option, but I would highly recommend that you do PT first. If you can, I even developed a VAT stretch lab for strengthening the pelvic floor. It's called Pussy Power. My Pussy Power lab is only about $20. And for an hour, I teach you ways to manage pressure, breathing exercises that you can utilize with prolapse and pelvic floor muscle strengthening exercises. So check out that Pussy Power lab if you think you may have prolapse or if you want to be preventative and start working on it before it is an issue for you. I would recommend that I myself... I am at risk for prolapse. I am. I have a vagina. I will likely give birth vaginally. I don't know. And I'm sure there have been times in the past where I used to strain my poop out before I became a pelvic floor physical therapist. Straining will weaken your pelvic floor if it's done repetitively, right? So I'm at risk. So there's no shame here. We're here for solutions. Ha! We're here to feel better. We're here to feel more confident. We're here for better sex. We're here to feed and nurture our bodies, including our pelvis and our vagina. So can I encourage you to let go of the shame? Can I encourage you to let go of the blame, self-blame? Can I encourage you to just get help and get out there, start walking again, start moving again, get my pussy power lab, get my breath work lab, each one only $20 again. I've made them super affordable because everyone can't go to pelvic floor physical therapy, right? But you can be educated and you can move and work out with me, right? In safe ways. So there are grades of prolapse, stage zero to stage five, I believe. Four or five, don't quote me. Stage one is a very minimal, mild prolapse. And I would say the most common stage is stage two and three, meaning the organ is not completely out of the vagina or not completely out of the opening, whether that's the vagina or the anus, but it is protruding downward towards the vagina. That's common, that stage of it. All right, so strengthening your pelvic floor muscles can help you. I've already mentioned the Pussy Power Lab. I've already mentioned working with a pelvic floor physical therapist. Start where you can. If all you can do right now is my Pussy Power Lab and you want to start with that, do that. If you can't even do that and you just want to start with overcoming fear, you want to start walking again. You want to start going back to the gym. You want to start um, doing exercises at home. Start there because fear is a disease too. Don't let fear hold you back. 
you are made to move, to live, and to enjoy your life. So strengthening the pelvic floor can help working on your breath management, working on how to manage the prolapse in terms of lifting, in terms of biomechanics and positioning when you're moving the couch or when you're lifting the baby. All of that is going to be helpful for you. And then also working on any tightness that you might have, because believe it or not, pelvic floor muscle tightness can also contribute to prolapse. Because if you're really, really tight, the muscles and the tissues are not going to be moving as well as they need to, to manage pressure. Okay. We need our muscles to move, to respond to pressure. If we cough, we sneeze, the muscles need to respond and react. But if they're tense and they're tight, they're not going to be um, as readily available to respond and to react to pressure. And so relaxing the pelvic floor through breathing, through exercises, through manual techniques like a finger or a pelvic wand or a dilator, these things can help you, okay? If you're feeling tense, if you have to strain to poop, if you have constant urination, if you have painful sex, if you have a lot of anxiety, if you have difficulty completely emptying your bladder, these are some signs that you may be holding tension in your pelvic floor. And so with you, you could look into ways to relax the pelvic floor. Most people with pelvic floor dysfunction actually have tight pelvic floor muscles. That's not saying everyone does. Some people truly struggle with looseness, laxity, and lack of tone and strength in the vagina, in the pelvic floor, right? There's help and hope for that. But I just want to let you know, most people overestimate the importance of Kegels and they're squeezing and tightening, squeezing and tightening, not realizing that that it's the tightness that's contributing to their problems, the pain, the constipation, the frequent urination, the incontinence, you can't control your bladder, all of that. So if you're feeling tense, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling stressed all the time, if you're clenching your booty all the time, your pelvic floor is likely stressed as well. So for you, it's time to relax. It's time to slow down. It's time to breathe. It's trying to. It's, it's time to schedule your self-care time. And it's time for you to use my Vagina CEO Release e-guide or my I Come First Lab. I Come First Lab teaches you how to open your hips and your pelvis and your back. My Vagina CEO Release e-guide is focused on relaxing the pelvic floor. So y'all, it's, you have the help you need. I don't want y'all to give up hope. Again, I don't care how long it's been, if you're struggling, or if you're an educator, if you're a public health educator, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Yeah, we're in this together. Look, we can't let people give up on themselves. So we're going to keep preaching this thing. And I want you to know that if you are worried about prolapse, this is not a reason to not have a baby, or this is not a reason to not have another vaginal delivery. Choose the best route of delivery that's best for you. But there is risk to our body through C-section or through vaginal delivery. There is no easy way to get a baby out. And C-section is major abdominal surgery. So talk with your doctor. Think about it. And don't make a move only based on fear. Make moves based on education. So listen, I'm here for you. I'm going to keep talking about prolapse in the future. But if you have enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave me a five-star review. Rate this podcast and share this with someone you know. Remember that we are all at risk for prolapse, but that does not mean we're going to live in fear. That does not mean we're going to live in isolation. That means we're going to be educated and we're going to love up on our bodies even more because our bodies are bougie. Our bodies are not trying to handle all the stress that, we, that we're that we putting <laughs> on our bodies, okay? 
So love up on yourself, give yourself grace and know that pelvic floor dysfunction is actually one of the most common forms of pelvic conditions. All right. So we're in this together and we're fighting back. We're not giving up and we are pursuing a life we love. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you again next week, Monday. Bye-bye.